Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey there, folks. This is Matt Welch, sports editor at Star Local Media, and thank you for checking out this rapid reaction edition of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast. Uh, let's recap my game from Friday night. It was the first night in District 96A football, and we had reporters stationed at all four games. Not a ton in the way of just competitive back-and-forth football, um, unless you're at Kimbrough Stadium for Plano East McKinney Boyd. I was not. I was out at Clark Stadium. Uh, for Plano Senior versus Allen, a, a matchup for uh, just to see kind of how uh, you know Plano coming in on a two-game winning streak. Allen is is Allen undefeated, number three in the state. That whole shebang. Um, Allen though coming off of a uh, a rare close call after a uh, a bit of a nail biter the prior week against uh, against Capel. How would uh, how would Allen respond? Well, uh, as it turns out, getting a little bit healthier behind center and not committing any turnovers, and Allen was back to doing Allen things in a uh, 56 to 20 victory over Plano Senior. Uh, yes, one week removed from scoring only 28 points in that uh, in that narrow narrow victory over Capel. Um, Allen hangs 28 in the first quarter on Friday, and they get contributions from all over in doing so. Um, yeah, I mean they they score two plays into the game and two plays into their uh, you know their first offensive series. You know Raylan Sharp back from injury. You know he was held out of the Capel game due to an due to an ankle issue. He was back. His first pass of the of the game goes to Darian Sherfield for 37 yards and a touchdown. Allen scores on its following drive and just three plays. They score on their third drive and just four plays. Uh, just an absurd level of efficiency. We were, um, you know, in the press box. We kind of picked up on this as the uh, as this first quarter went along. But it wasn't until Allen's ninth offensive snap of the ball game that they ran a play on second down for the first time. So. Yes, that right there just kind of puts into perspective just how efficient Allen's offense was to begin uh, this game on Friday. And then you just you look on the other side, and it was like with Plano, like we all know that you know if I've said it once, I've said it a million times. The margin for error is so slim against a team like Allen, and you look at how you know Plano's first five series ended. You know they had one series that ended on a uh, they lost a fumble. Um, that was converted into Allen's, I believe, their second touchdown. Then their third series results in a blocked punt by Allen's uh, Devin Moore uh, that was then recovered in the end zone by Moore for a touchdown to make it 21-0. And then later on, I believe it was on Plano's fifth series, fourth or fifth series, but they committed a turnover on down. So just the, the kinds of mistakes that you just can't make against a team like Allen that's going to make you pay as soundly as any other team in the state. And this game just... Got out of it. It got out of hand pretty uh, pretty quickly. This was 28-0 after the first quarter. Um, you know, 35-7 at halftime, 49-7. You know, late in the third quarter, Allen. You know, they called the dogs off midway through the third quarter, and that was that. Um, you know, it's this is now. Uh, I want to say uh, what 42 consecutive victories that uh, that Allen has over Plano ISD ever since back in 2005. When uh, when Plano beat Allen forty-five to seven, and yes, the Eagles have owned the the rivalry with PISD ever since. And if you've uh, 
there's over the course of those uh you know those 13 14 years there's a lot of games within that uh within that series that looked a lot like friday nights um as far as just some takeaways from uh from what happened um obviously all eyes on Raylan sharp and just how he would look upon his uh his return and he was you know he was fine you know the the overall numbers Let's see, they were, um, let's see, overall sharp goes uh, 16 of 25 for 235 yards and a touchdown. Um, let's see, he uh, doesn't do anything really on the ground. He only was, you know, officially logged one carry for one yard. Um, so it was, again, a game where, you know, you don't know if it was just Allen kind of, you know, kind of reining things in a bit as far as the play calling goes, knowing that they didn't really have to, uh, you know, to put sharp speed to use, but, um, that's nevertheless, you know, it's going to be something worth monitoring just because we all, we all know what Raylan Sharp is capable of when he, uh, when he decides to, uh, you know, to put his, uh, to put his speed to use. He's arguably the fastest quarterback in the Metroplex. And, you know, when you see an entire game, much like the game against Dickinson, where it looked like the, uh, Allen made a concerted effort to keep him in the pocket and not let him, you know, let him outside and let him run, you know, by design, um, you're going to, you're going to wonder just, you know, what the, uh, what the status of that ankle is. I'm sure it's, you know, obviously he's still, you know, at least I got the sense that he's still a ways off of being a hundred percent, but it was nevertheless enough to be still plenty, plenty effective. You know, like I said, passes for 235 yards, has that big touchdown to Sherfield to get the, to get the ball rolling, you know, Darian Sherfield finished with three catches for 75 yards and a touchdown. They also got some big games from Blaine Green, five catches, 53 yards, Bryson Green, four catches, 39 yards, lots of shovel passes. That was one element of Allen's offense that I, uh, that looked a bit different from, you know, at least other times that I've seen them this year is they dialed up a ton of shovel passes in, uh, in that win on Friday. So perhaps just a, something that they were trying out just to see if what, uh, you know, what would happen there, but just getting a little bit more, uh, a little bit more East West running for their, uh, for their skill position players. That was also very effective, um, in the uh, in the run game as well between Selden Manning and uh, and Jordan Johnson, you know Selden Manning won 11 carries, 99 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Jordan Johnson, you know, four carries, 51 yards and two touchdowns. So uh, yeah, some very very effective work by Allen's uh, Allen's run game in general. They uh, let's see, Allen totaled 293 yards on the ground, 10 and a half yards per carry. So yeah, all in all. Pretty uh, pretty solid stuff from Allen, I guess you could say. Um, on Plano's side, um, like I said, just beyond the fact that they just, you know, you're just never going to overcome a 28-point <laughs> deficit, you know, through one quarter against a team like Allen. Um, you know, Plano had its moments here and there. You know, like I said, there were a couple drives where they were able to get into Allen territory. Um, you know, Coitlin, that's the thing, like the turnover on downs, you know, the lost fumble, um, you know, both of those came, you know, well into Allen territory, you know, Cody Christ had a, had a couple big runs here and there. They got some good stuff out of Jaden Chambers on, um, you know, he was used a bit in the run game and that's a bit of a, a different wrinkle, um, from, a you know, from earlier this season, you know, maybe giving him a, a chance to show what he can do out of the backfield, you know, and then you had, uh, you know, a little bit of trickery. For, uh, you know, so this was again. This was twenty-eight nothing after uh, you know after one quarter. Plano, which just couldn't really develop a whole lot as far as just sustained offense goes. They um, they dialed up a trick play and they had Jaden Chambers. They called upon him to uh, to play a little quarterback as he uh, as they faked a uh, you know as he took a uh, took a sweep that he then drops back and then throws uh, throws over the uh, the Allen defense um, to Nolan Williams who was all alone behind the uh, behind the secondary and he runs in for a, uh, a 44 yard touchdown so 
you know, hands down the highlight play of the night for uh, for Plano Senior. Usually don't see too much uh, trickery, um, you know, from the Wildcats. So uh, just a nice little wrinkle, just to kind of stash that one away for uh, for down the road. But um, on the whole, um, you know, they finished with 403 yards, but you know, a lot of that comes in mop up duty after Allen had already begun funneling in the backups. You know, they get some big touchdown runs from uh, from Oliver Towns, the quarterback, as well as uh, Tylen Hines. You know, to uh, you know, a little window dressing on this one late. Uh, let's see. Tylen Hines, he finished. I mean, said he had a huge touchdown run late that, uh, you know, that made his final line look uh, look pretty solid. Uh, 12 carries for 155 yards, almost 13 yards a carry, and a touchdown. Um, Cody Chris goes 11 carries for 42 yards. Oliver Towns, um, you know, a tough night for Oliver. You know, held uh, just 97 yards passing and two interceptions. Um, that was one area that, um, you know, if you've been watching Allen this season, just keeping tabs on the turnover battle, given Allen's, uh, you know, Allen's struggles in that category. As I, uh, as I mentioned in my, uh, in my preview story earlier this week and on the, uh, on the podcast on Monday, um, Allen is, Allen came into this game at, uh, at minus five in turnover differential for the season and that they had already matched their season total from last season in turnovers committed. They committed nine turnovers through three games, a very, very un-Allen uh, way to, uh, you know, yeah, just, as far as just ball security and protecting the football goes. Um, well, for the first time all season, I believe, Allen wins the turnover battle with uh, as they force three, they commit zero. Uh, you had interceptions by Chris Collins and Alexander Green, and then it was Lane Lewis who forced the fumble in the first quarter. Uh, Lane Lewis, a uh, defensive lineman who... Uh, Plano head coach Jadon McCullough was just raving about when I talked to talked to him earlier in the week previewing this matchup. Um, yeah, and it was just a, a solid night for Allen's defensive line in general, which has been par for the course this season. Not a ton as far as um, you know, just and again the uh, the Lane Lewis force fumble was a was a strip sack. One of the few times that they actually did get to Oliver Towns, though, it felt like that you know on the on the most part that uh, Plano did a uh, an all right job keeping the quarterback upright. Um, you know, it was just they had a really tough time um, stopping Allen's uh, defensive line in, uh, against the run. Um, Plano just did not get a, get a ton in the first half on the ground. And, yeah, you saw what the result was. You know, it's, uh, you know what you get with uh, this matchup against Allen, and there's a lot of stuff that has to go your way. You have to win the turnover battle, much like Capella did. You've got to avoid boneheaded penalties. You know, I think Plano committed a false start on its very first play from scrimmage. And um, yeah, you just you can't make the uh, the requisite mistakes that um, the Plano did on Friday. There was also um, you know one other uh, aspect of this game that was definitely uh, unfortunate to see. Um, you know, late in the third quarter, uh, Plano's uh, kind of the captain of their defense, their star defensive back Isaiah Calhoun. He was um, he was injured in a uh, in a collision, and um, he was down for uh, for quite some time. A, uh, a very very unfortunate sight to see, as he looked to have uh, sustained some sort of a neck injury. Uh, at least that's what um, you know. Jadon McCullough said afterwards. He said that you know Isaiah was he was able to move his his arms and fingers and feet and all that, and he was able to talk and whatnot. But just was um, he was telling Coach McCullough that he had a sharp pain. You know, on the uh, on the side of his neck. So um, it was, you know, definitely a very uh, you know unnerving sight. You could see that um, you know, it really, really, you know, shook up the uh, the Plano sideline quite a bit. Um, you know, the players were all you know they were huddled up and you know and praying for Isaiah as he was being tended to by the uh, by the medical staff. You know, when um, their defensive coordinator Ryan Cox was out at midfield, you know, helping tend to Isaiah when he walked back towards the sideline, the entire team just ran up to him just to try to get whatever news they could. Um, yeah, you could 
tell that um, it was definitely a scene that really, really rocked uh, rocked that Plano team pretty hard, considering just how respected and revered Isaiah Calhoun is. So, um, you know, thoughts and prayers, holding a good thought for Isaiah and his uh, and his family. Hopefully, it is nothing too serious. Um, but yes, yeah, so, yeah, a bit of an unfortunate development there uh, for the Wildcats on uh, on Friday. And uh, let's see, looking ahead, you have Allen now four and zero on the season, one and zero in district. They return home on uh, next Friday, 7 o'clock, and they draw McKinney. Always nice to see Allen and McKinney hook up ever since uh, the hiring of Marcus Shavers, an Allen alum, had a lot of success with Allen back in the mid-2000s, and nice to see what he has done you know, since then in helping uh, resurrect the, uh, the McKinney Lions football program. Uh, McKinney's going to be looking to bounce back. They took one on the chin on Friday as they were knocked back down to earth by, uh, by Prosper, who just continues to look like an absolute juggernaut. Prosper just was so, so impressive in shutting down what had been the highest scoring offense in District 96A. Um, and then for Plano, as they now drop to 2-2 two and two and 0-1 and in District, they will look to get their first district win against Plano West. And uh, this one is going to be, uh, uh, yeah, you know what? I won't lie. I'm a little interested to see how this game plays out. Um, you can say that on paper, you know, this is, you know, to this point, the most winnable game that Plano West has played thus far under uh, new head coach Tyler Sukup. You know, they've played Frisco Reedy, um, you know, Mesquite, uh, crap, who's the, oh yeah, it was Flower Mound, and then, uh, and then Jesuit, you know, four teams that project to make the playoffs, you know, so this is going to be a bit more, uh, the playing field's going to level out a bit in this game on Friday. I believe it is 7 o'clock up at, uh, up at Clark Stadium. Um, again, don't know what that means as far as the likelihood that this could be where West snaps the, uh, the losing streak, which is now at 30 games in a row. Um, but nevertheless, if you're Plano, this is one game that you just, you, you have to win this. Like this flat out. Like if you're going to, if you fancy yourself as a contender for a playoff spot, this is one of those games that you absolutely cannot afford to lose. You know, when you look at the rest of the schedule and you factor in the struggles against McKinney ISD over the years, the fact that Prosper looks again, like I said, they look like an absolute buzzsaw right now. There's just there, there's certain games on that schedule that you cannot drop if you're going to make the playoffs in 96A, and this is one of them for Plano Senior. So, we will see how the Wildcats respond. Um, and yeah, folks, that is all I got for this. Um, you can check out my story at starlocalmedia.com. I'll have some video highlights to accompany that later on this weekend. And yeah, that'll do it for this, uh, this edition of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast. A rapid reaction from Friday's 56-20 victory for Allen over Plano Senior. Folks, enjoy the rest of your weekend, and I will talk to you all later. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than starlocaljobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all. StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.